Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to want to miss this show. I have been holding off on some extensive coronavirus reporting because I wanted to have the facts. The show does facts. We do data. I don't like the spin. I don't like hyperbole, especially in a matter as grave and serious as this. I've got a lot on that. I've got a lot on Biden. An interview of President Trump last night where he hinted at this is not going away with Joe Biden. I'm not going to let it go away. And I've also I, I, I want to put everybody at ease after the Super Tuesday results as well. I'm getting a lot of emails from people who are concerned. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stop putting your online data at risk. Don't do it. Get protected today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Hey, man. Welcome back. And greetings from the head in the box. Somebody at CPAC yeah, I, came I, up and I know, said that. I missed you yesterday. The audience <laughs> the, did as well. The the Those box. road shows are always a little different. It's it always good. a different dynamic. You without... did good. You did no, good. No, thank you. I, the show good. did performed yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be able to explain to you maybe at a later date what was going on. Uh, it was up in D.C., but just I have to leave it at that for now. Um, I'll just say to you, it's related to what's going on with this coronavirus and everything like that. So I've got that segment coming up. All right, let me get to the show. Today's show brought to you by Helix Sleep. I needed Helix Sleep last night. It was a very, very long day. Helix Sleep is a quiz. They make the best mattresses. And it's because they have this quiz, it takes two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type to sleep preferences for you, not some other guy or other woman out there. If you're a side sleeper, you may need a different mattress. You're a hot sleeper, you may need a different mattress. You like a plush or a firm bed? With Helix, there's no more confusion. They customize the mattress for you based on this two-minute quiz. Helix is the number one rated mattress by GQ and Wired Magazine. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable mattress I've ever slept on, so much so we have two in this house, one for my daughter, one for us. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take this two-minute sleep quiz. It's that simple. They'll match you to a customized mattress, give you the best sleep of your life. It's like sleeping on a cloud. I took the quiz. I was matched to the Helix Midnight Lux. The Midnight Lux is medium firm, designed for side sleepers like me. Helps me with my bad shoulder, too. I love it. I've been sleeping on it for years. Perfect for me. They have a 10-year warranty. 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. For up to $200 off your mattress order, Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Don't sleep on a substandard mattress. Helix, sleep.com slash Dan. Go today. All right. You beat me to the punch. Wow, I'm trying Joe, to, quick trying on the to hang with you there, bro. I like that. <laughs> I know. You, Joe was like, you missed yesterday's show. He's all twitchy now. He's ready to rock <laughs> and roll. To. So I appreciate that. Very nice. By the way, thanks to the guy who sent me this handy dandy new sound machine. So let's <laughs> We have like official sound effects. Now, so whatever. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. You get a lot of uh, mail, but very nice of you. Thank you very much. So folks, the coronavirus, a very serious topic. Um, got some good information for you. I want to share some developments on this. Um, I'm obviously going to handle this very delicately for reasons you can all understand. It's a literally deadly serious topic. It is a serious virus. It's not to be taken lightly. Having said that, I want to start with this because it's important. The Wall Street Journal has an interesting piece up today by one of their better writers over there, uh, Holman Jenkins, who usually does some excellent work on the tech field. He's written some on Spygate and the Russia hoax, but he has a piece up about gauging the threat of coronavirus. And the reason I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, is there are a lot of threats in the world, right? Terrorism, viruses, illnesses, pandemic, war. We gauge those threats and we risk value those threats and that's how we handle them. So he has a piece up, a Corona Sanders panic ebbs. The epidemiology of a new virus collides with the economics of cable news. The gist of the story is this. Folks, 
I think we seriously need to take the temperature down on the coverage about this coronavirus. I'm not suggesting, and let me be absolutely 100% crystal clear, as clear as possible, as a window just windexed. This is a serious threat. The question is not, is it a serious threat or not? That is not the question. That's already been answered. People have died. It is serious. The question is, obviously, to sane, rational actors out there not looking to wreck the economy, get people panicked and empty store shelves. The question is, how serious is the threat? I have spoke to you frequently in economic terms when I discuss economics on the show about how almost everything in life is discussed on the margin, not in black or white matter. When we talk about heat in your house in the winter, you don't talk about heat or no heat. Of course, you're going to freeze to death. You talk about what? How much heat? Right. It's not black or white, heat or no heat. The question is how much? Do you put the thermostat at 76 or do you put it at 68? Why? Because the question isn't heat or no heat. It's on the margin. How much are you willing to pay to be comfortable? If 73 is comfortable for you, but it costs you $500 a month in a gas bill, you may put the heat to 70, even though it's less comfortable. Why, Joe? Because yeah. it's not worth it to you right. to be a few degrees more comfortable for $500 a month. That's right. We price everything on the margin. Everything. It's uncomfortable, folks, to have to say that. You can't put a price on human life. Ladies and gentlemen, we do it to ourselves all the time. All the time. We fly on planes. There's a danger. We get in cars and take long trips. There's an even bigger danger. You could be in a car accident. It's actually more dangerous than air travel. We put a price on our own lives every day because we live in a complicated world of trade-offs. You can't just say we can't put a price on this, this virus and, and the response. We have to. It's a series of trade-offs. What are we willing to trade off to take the risk of this virus and how deadly is it? Having said that, he makes a great point in this Wall Street Journal piece, talking about how cable news is hyping this thing to death, some, not all, because it's good for ratings, but it's scaring the hell out of people, emptying store shelves, and causing a devastating effect to real people's jobs in the real economy. Amen, bro. From the Holman Jenkins piece, right? Yeah. Gosh, that's, I mean, reason, yes. reason rules the day. From the piece in the Wall Street Journal, excellent takeaway here. When he talks about the relationship to the flu. There we go. He says, quote, so far, 2,900 people in China have died from the disease concentrated in Wuhan. In the average years from the Wall Street Journal, 30,000 Americans die of a very similar disease, influenza, the flu. That's a population-related equivalent of 127,000 Chinese deaths. It's a bigger country. That's why, folks, mm -hmm. obviously. Now, listen to the second part of this. This is genius. How we put a price on our own lives every day. Can't put a price on human life. We do it all the time. Holman Jenkins, and I quote, says in his piece, yet despite the risk from the flu, quote, half of Americans don't even consider it worth the trouble to get a flu shot, even though their chances of dying from the flu remain a large multiple of their chances of dying of the new coronavirus. Ladies and gentlemen, the verdict is in. That is a brilliant point. Why? The flu virus, we don't have all the numbers yet, so I want to be, I want to hold back on that specific analysis, but we know the flu virus is deadly. Kills tens of thousands of Americans every year. 1918 Spanish flu wiped out a significant portion of our population and the global population. 
It is a literally, not figuratively, deadly virus. And yet half of the country won't take a half an hour to go to the doctor or the pharmacy to get a flu shot that costs, what, $20? Yeah, As a matter of fact, for most of us with insurance, it's free. But even say, forget it. Say you don't even have it. It costs 20. Most of us won't even do it. And yet the risk from dying from the flu could be, because I, again, I want to be responsible, could be almost double or triple what corona, the death, uh, the death rate, fatality rate from coronavirus is. I'm not suggesting to you this isn't serious. I'm suggesting to you the question is how serious and what are we willing to trade off for this? Are you willing to trade off wiping out our economy and the store shelves clean because someone on cable news somewhere because they don't like Trump or some for some other motivation ratings or else, told you this thing is like the worst pandemic in human history? Ladies and gentlemen, we put a value on our own life every day. I get it. It's a cute talking point for people who don't understand how the world works and trade-offs can't value human life. Ladies and gentlemen, you do it to yourselves all the time. I'm simply suggesting to you that you should be very cautious of the coverage of this. The motivations for this hysterical coverage could be multiple. They could be political. They could be money, ratings. But if we gauge it based on the reality of what's going on, folks, be very careful in you, going out to, oh my gosh, the risk to me, we've got to alter our entire lives for corona. Are you sure about that? Now, having said that, because I want to be responsible in this coverage, I want to give you the bad news, because again, it is a serious problem. It shouldn't be undersold right. for any reason. I don't care what the political ramifications are. I'm just telling you, I've been privy to a lot of good information. I assure you, I'm not putting this out there randomly. I'll give you the bad news first and the good news here. The bad news is this. I, you know, I, I, I've told you about this r naught figure, this infection figure, the, re, the reproduction rate of the virus. Yeah. It's basically how contagious is it, to speak in simple terms. Right. It could be high. It's highly infectious. It could be a multiple of the infection rate of the flu, which is pretty high in of itself. When you get to things like measles, it's off the charts. It's a measure of how many people in a non-immune, non-vaccinated population will get the virus from one contaminated victim. Coronavirus has shown so far, based on the numbers, ladies and gentlemen, to be pretty infectious, highly infectious. Bad news. Very serious problem. Now, we know it's infectious. We know it's highly contagious. Again, bad news. More bad news. Even though the fatality rate and we, we got to be careful here because the data we're getting from China, I don't think anybody trusts. Even though the fatality rate may be equal to the flu, may be lesser than the flu. We don't know that yet. The bad news is it's very dangerous to our elderly population. There's mm. no doubt about that. Nobody should own. Now, some of the numbers that came out yesterday, uh, Vice President's press conference, he, he mentioned, very important. The median age in Italy, numbers we can trust. A, an advanced economy country. Italy and South Korea, we don't trust anything coming out of China. Let me just be clear on that. Nobody does right now. Trust me on that. Trust me, they don't trust them. Italy and South Korea, we can trust. The median age of infection there is 60, meaning older people are getting the virus more often. Hmm. Weakened immune systems, other health problems. There's a lot of logical reasons. Ladies and gentlemen, old age takes its toll. 
I'm only 45, but I'm feeling it now. Weakened immune systems, that's obvious. Older people are getting it more. Having said that, even though the median age of infection is 60, the median age of death in Italy is 81. Hmm. Meaning, yeah. even the older folks who are getting it in their 60s are largely recovering. And as the older you get, the more dangerous it gets. Bad news. There's bad news. Elderly Americans and elderly world citizens are children of God. And uh, I'm not into this Democrat approach. Give them a pill and let, no, 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 we don't do that. Okay. So the bad news is if you are an elderly American or anywhere in the world and you happen to be older, it's very serious and should be taken seriously. Having said that, the cases of fatalities where Corona is the only infection, there's no comorbid issues, heart problems, lung problems, cancer, anything else, where it's only the cases of people dying under the age of 30 are extremely rare. Matter of fact, there's a thought out there amongst the professionals who the, the president's dealing with that the infection in people 30, 40, 50 and under may be so mild, some people may not have even noticed they had corona. Therefore, the administration is making a concerted effort to get testing kits out there. I'll get to more of that in a second, what they're doing. Some of the stuff you're not hearing in the media. Believe me, Trump has a full-blown, all-out, all-government all private sector effort to stop this. If you don't believe that, you're an idiot. You can criticize the president all you want, but your facts are wrong. The vice president is the point man on this. He is on this like white on rice. I'll get to that in a second, the testing, because it's important. But uh, one other bad news story before we get to the good news. So we know the r naughts high, very infectious. We know if you're elderly, it's very serious. Third, Daily Mail story, which is a little disturbing. It's be in the show notes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, please read the show notes today at Bongino.com. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. You can sign up. I'll email you these show notes every day. The Daily Mail, which my wife noted always has the longest headlines ever, but we use it. Quote, two strains of the killer coronavirus are spreading around the world and 70% of the infected patients have caught the more aggressive and contagious type study claims. So now there are two strains of corona. Apparently from a mutation, there's an L strain and an S strain. The L strain is more aggressive, very dangerous, again, to the elderly population. Dangerous to everyone, but very dangerous for the elderly folks. Having said that, there's not a good side to this bad story, but the L strain is very aggressive, so aggressive that if you get the infection, as we can see from this Daily Mail story here, you will likely wind up in the hospital. So from the Daily Mail, researchers from Beijing and Shanghai studied 103 samples of corona. They found the two strains, L and S. L is the most aggressive. It's become less common, though, since January. Wait, wait, wait. I thought they said it was mo the most aggressive. Here's why. The Daily Mail story goes on. A virus which is too aggressive may burn itself out by landing patients in the hospital. Very important point, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. The L strain is the aggressive strain, but it's making people very sick. The people are going to get treated or being quarantined. The S strain, which is less aggressive, people aren't going to the hospital. The good news is it's less aggressive. The bad news is they're not going to the hospital because they barely know they have corona. So they're spreading it to other people. The story in itself is bad news because it's not really a positive to take from any of that. You get the aggressive strain, you're in trouble, but you'll wind up in the hospital quarantine. You get the less aggressive strain, you're not in as much trouble but you're probably highly contagious because you don't even know you have corona. Bad news. Let's get to the good news now. 
Again, criticize the president all you want. It's a free country, ladies and gentlemen. I am not here. I'm not a liberal. I don't do speech suppression. That's fine. You have the right to do that. I'm telling you your facts are wrong. There is nothing, nothing. And I believe me, I don't parrot anybody's talking points. If I believe what they're saying is true, I will repeat it on that show. If I believe it's BS, I'll call them out like anyone else. And you know that. There is no greater priority for the president or vice president right now. Anybody who's telling you otherwise is strictly engaged in media gaslighting. No, you can question how they've responded. But suggesting it's not a priority to them is sheer, utter lunacy. Now, a couple of things are doing here that you're probably not going to hear about anywhere in the mainstream media because they want to downplay President Trump's response to this to make it seem like he's aloof and they can attack him politically. Many of them, not all of them. Some of them have been responsible. They had, an, I'm not even going to mention the administration because I don't want to make this political. I'm serious. I, I, I don't. I'm not this topic. It's too serious. Another administration, you can figure it out, had put regulations on state laboratories and state schools on testing kits and things like that. Red tape so they couldn't do it. The Trump administration just came in and said, schools, laboratories, you want to test for Corona? Throw those regulations in the garbage. Get it done. You didn't hear about that, right? No. So now the testing I just talked to you before about, I was going to tell you, why does this matter? Because ladies and gentlemen, there are people getting a lot of heat. There are other people, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't do as much testing. The Trump administration, no, no, we're going to test, even if it looks bad. Why would it look bad, Joe? Because say you test, uh, whatever, 500,000 people mm -hmm. and 100,000 test positive for Corona. Mm -hmm. That's not some great media story. The Trump administration isn't doing it for the, the headlines. Oh my gosh, 100. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm simply suggesting they don't care about politics. I'm telling you, I, I got to leave it. I'm telling you with certainty, the Trump administration does not care about the economics or politics of this. They care about the results. I don't mean economics like I was talking about before. I mean the economic stories that'll be written about it. They care about solving this problem now. They told the FDA, dump the regs, let them test. Even if the results tell us the truth and the truth isn't great, we want the truth. You didn't hear about that, right? No. I'll leave it up no. to you. And I'm not, I'm not trying to hide it from you. I'm serious. I, I love my audience. I just sincerely, ladies and gentlemen, don't even want to mention the administration. You all know who it is because I don't want to make it a political attack. This is too important of a story. Didn't hear about that. Did you hear about what they're doing with travel, by the way? No, you didn't hear about that either, did no, you? No, no, what? That if you're traveling from a high-risk country, like, yeah, I know you didn't hear about it, Joe, because you're hearing about it, you're probably hearing it right now. I didn't, I didn't preface any of this with Joe before the show. <laughs> right, Italy, right. South Korea, China, infected countries. You know you're being tested multiple times before you get on a plane? You didn't hear about that either, right? No. No, why would you hear about that? Travel bans are racist. Remember they told us that a few weeks ago? Meanwhile, Trump's travel ban and the vice president's efforts to institute this test and everything else before you get on a plane. All of a sudden, it's not racist anymore. All of a sudden, they're forgetting they said that. Meanwhile, it probably saved us from a more widespread pandemic in the United States. Nobody mentions that. Did you hear about the nursing homes thing? Yeah, you didn't hear about that either, did you? Oh, what happened in nursing homes? They have teams of federal inspectors, local inspectors elsewhere that go into nursing homes and look for things. Abuse, obviously, for, you know, you want to make sure the nursing home yeah, is sure. doing the right thing. Yeah. Elder abuse is a big deal. I'm not sure you heard about this one either. If you missed the press conference yesterday, you probably didn't. Because the media won't tell you about this. The Trump administration said, listen, all that stuff is serious. But right now, problem number one, Joe, is coronavirus in communal settings, especially nursing homes with elderly patients who are really at risk. 
100% of our inspection efforts are infection control right now. You didn't hear about no, that either, right? right? No. You, you missed that, right? Of course you missed that because you're not going to hear that anywhere on the news unless you hear it from the vice president himself. But Donald Trump's doing nothing. He's not doing anything, folks. He's doing nothing. He's, he's aloof. He's sleeping up in, the, up in the Lincoln bedroom. Idiots. So pathetic. I said I wouldn't make it political. I didn't say I wouldn't make it personal. Because it is personal. Because you're wiping out the American economy. You're destroying people's livelihoods, your jobs, and their businesses. You're making this political on President Trump, despite none of the facts comporting with those two narratives media people and others are suggesting. It's embarrassing. You should be horrified. And that's the reason I was holding off on my coverage. I was not obviously ignoring the story. All right. I need to take a breather there. Let's take a, take a quick break from my sponsor here. I want to get back and I want to talk about Biden and the, some of the panic that's breaking out in the GOP. Oh my gosh. I was so much, I wanted to run against Bernie. He was so much easier to beat. Be careful on that. I'm not sure that's the greatest analysis out there. All right. Today's show brought to you by buddies at Rock Auto, Joe's personal favorite. I, I didn't know. I know Joe is a handy guy. When I told Joe Rock Auto for Auto Parts was coming on, rockauto.com was going to be one of our sponsors. I'm not messing with you again. I don't do that. Joe was like, yeah. I love them. Yeah. Joe, two companies Joe used before we got it. Harry's Razors and Rock Auto. That's He's right. like, I use them all the time. So easy to shop. So Joe is actually, I said, have Joe read this. He's so much better. He loves this on Rock Auto. I like Rock Auto too. All the parts you're going to live. Rock Auto. Remember that? You know the theme song. Hey, with better, the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's a thank you. It's impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You got these endless line of questions. You go in there, what do you have? An LX, an EX. I got to right, let me order the part. Come back in a few weeks. No, no, you don't get any of that. Go to rockauto.com, order from home, save all your troubles right there. It's so easy to use. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and there's not a price differential between the pros and you. They know I'm not ripping you off. The same auto professionals get the same price as you get. You're looking for an engine contra- uh, control module? You're looking for a brake part, a tail lamp, motor oil, even new carpet. It's for your classic or maybe just your daily driver. Get everything you need. Rockauto.com, rockauto.com. Get their catalog at rockauto.com. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, the specs, and the prices you prefer. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. They're the same for do-it-yourselfers and the pros. No scams like some of these other places. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Come on. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Bongino in that how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. We always appreciate that. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will rock rockauto.com. I love their theme song. I'm addicted to it, even though I'm the worst singer in human history. Rockauto.com. Go today. All right. Moving on. So before I get to the Biden segment, well, this is kind of the Biden segment, but I just wanted to throw out a story because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Many of you saw Joe Biden on stage the other day, Super Tuesday, after a really stunning victory in 10 of 14 states on the ballot, including Texas, which shocked the heck out of me. And a couple of dairy protesters, of all things, stormed the stage. And Simone Sanders, who was one of the Biden staffers and another security uh, person they had hired, basically tackled them. And then Jill Biden as well, uh, Joe Biden's wife. Folks, I took personal offense to this. I'm sorry. A lot of people are blaming the Secret Service. The Secret Service, let me be crystal clear, does not have a detail on Joe Biden. Um, 
yes, I used to work there. My heart will always be there. But when they screw up, I'm always fair with them and you. I'm not here to, you know, and neither are they. When they mess things up, they come out and say it. This was not a secret service group. They're not there. They weren't there. I have a story up at the Washington Examiner in the show notes. You can check it out yourself uh, by Mike Bress. Top Democrat asked DHS to consider Secret Service protection for 2020 candidates dated March 4, 2020. It was not the Secret Service. Please stop saying that. They did not screw up. They weren't there. That's not up to them. Congress determines in conjunction with DHS professionals when these details, uh, these can't, these what we call what we used to call CNOS details, candidate nominee operations section details, when they get protection. They were not there. So please stop promoting that hoax. It is not true. They did not screw anything up. They weren't there. Okay, <laughs> getting back to the Biden segment. <laughs> so- Hearing a lot of this, getting a lot of feedback, always enjoy your feedback. Go to our website if you want to email us. Me and Paula read them all the time. But a lot of the feedback I'm getting is, oh my gosh, this was such a terrible day. I think Biden is a better candidate than Bernie Sanders. Uh, we wanted to run against, this is from Trump supporters, obviously. We mm-hmm. wanted to run against Bernie. Bernie's in trouble first. Point number one, Bernie's not done, ladies and gentlemen. Biden only has roughly 500 delegates. He needs four times as many to get the nomination. And Bernie's only... Oh, what, 60 delegates behind them, depending on what happens in California? It's tight. Do, so that's case, you know, point, case point number one. Do not write Bernie's political obituary yet. He's not done. It's not even close to done. We may be looking at a brokered convention. As a matter of fact, that's highly likely. And many of the states coming up, uh, some of the uh, uh, primary states coming up in the Democrat primary, are heavily Hispanic states where Bernie's performed very well. So point number one, he's not done. On me, though, Biden is a really strong candidate and we wanted Bernie more than Biden point. Folks, I'm not making any predictions for the general yet because we don't know who the nominee is going to be, but Biden is weak. Are we kidding? Biden, we're afraid of... Folks, listen, I'm sorry. If we can't beat Biden, we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, ever see Braveheart, Joe? Yeah, I love. Oh yeah, you ever I see love Braveheart. Braveheart. Paul, yeah. I know you. I forced uh-huh. Paula to watch Braveheart probably five hundred times. Yeah. Remember when uh, they line up on the battlefield to fight the fight the Brit, the English, and uh, <laughs> and there's some of them are running the Scots because they see the army's huge. Yeah, and the guy goes, "Wait, do not flee, <laughs> folks! Please, Trump supporters, regarding Joe Biden, wait." <laughs> Do not flee. Don't. There's nothing to flee from. No. There's an election battlefield here. Do not. There's nothing to fear with Joe Biden. Could he win? Yes, anybody could win. Elections, things happen. We don't know what's going to happen between now and election. We have no, election day. We have no idea. But we're afraid of Joe Biden rather than Bernie. I'm sorry. I'm not buying that. So now let's go into the why. It doesn't do me any good to just tell you, hey, don't don't flee, Joe. Do not flee. Biden, and I'll tell you why. Number one, <laughs> I'm going to get to some video and some stuff in a minute that's going to nuke your bagels, not just bake them. This is a tough thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, and I said it on Laura Ingram's show last night, another debate with Chris Hahn I had. Ladies and gentlemen, why is it not fair to question Biden's coherence and age? Oh, my God, that's ageist. It's not ageist, ladies and gentlemen. I'm 45. I talk about my age all the time. Joe's a slightly older than me. Paula's the youngling of the bunch. She's the youngest one in this crew. Or maybe mm-hmm. Drew. I don't even know. How old is Drew? I got to Drew, text me when you're producing this and you listen to it. I have no idea. Drew may be young. 
Is he, is he older than us? Why is it not fair to well, ask that question? You know, I said on Ingram last night, I meant it. My prior line of work where I was a federal agent, there's an age limit. Now, granted, there's a physicality to that job and age does matter. People who are younger are tautologically speaking, typically stronger than people who are older given the control of, the, uh, control of other variables. Mm-hmm. But having said that, the Secret Service is a very cerebral job too. You have to design security plans and they understand that people who are younger generally are probably more suited to doing that. I don't understand why it's not appropriate to, so to protect the president, you can only get on the job if you're under a certain age. It's in your 30s, the age limit. You get on the job. And you have to retire by, I'm not sure if it's 55 or 60 anymore. They may have changed it. To protect, but to be the president when you're 77 and you've shown no evidence of being able to present clear mental faculties all the time, we're not, we're supposed to ignore it? I, I don't understand that. I'm sorry. It's not a personal knock on Biden. No. President Trump is in his 70s too. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason the argument hasn't come up about President Trump and his age is because he doesn't present any evidence that it's taken the toll on him that it would, that would make him unfit to be president. Biden hasn't presented any of that. He forgets where he is. He forgets his sentences. He forgets people's names. Some of it are innocent mistakes. Again, I don't want to be hyperbolic. But not all of them are. It's a fair question. Maybe it's not this positive. I'm not saying it's the only question. Maybe it's something you're willing to forego. That's fine. You all vote. I can't vote for you. But if you think we're not going to ask the question, you're out of your mind. You're not going to scare us away from that. You're talking about a man who's going to control the nuclear codes. It's fair to ask what's going on in his head. It's not that there's gaffes either, ladies and gentlemen. The gaffes aren't the only problem. Biden has made gaffes his whole career. (laughs) These aren't gaffes. He's legitimately forgetting what state he's in. He can't finish a sentence sometimes. Folks, he's made gaffes his whole career. And I'll tell you, in in mild defense, Joe Biden, years ago, at times, at times, limited times, could be sharp. I will never forget the 2012 election, the presidential and vice presidential debates. Everybody was so excited about Paul Ryan debating Joe Biden. Brian's going to kill him. Folks, if you watch that debate like I did, Joe Biden surprised everyone. I'm not kidding. I watched that debate. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, where did this guy come from? Just go back and look at the news coverage afterwards if you think I'm messing with you. What I'm suggesting to you is, ladies and gentlemen, that 2012 Joe Biden is not here anymore. This is not that guy. And nobody should be afraid of asking basic questions. Can this guy handle the job? You ask those questions to protect the guy, but what, it's not fair to ask the question otherwise? By the way, breaking news while we're on the air, Elizabeth Warren drops out of the presidential race. As I said yesterday on Twitter, it was going to happen from one of my sources. We'll see now who she endorses. While we're on the air, now it's a two-man race. Down to the deuce. Yeah, Bernie's smiling. Warren out. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no. not so sure, Joe. No, I'm not, I, I, I thought that, but yeah. I'm not so sure. Okay. I'm hearing a couple different. We'll see. I may maybe have it while I'm on the air here. Second about Joe Biden, before we even get to the other stuff, the nuke and bagel stuff. <laughs> There's no excitement about this guy at all. None. Uh. 
Now, again, as I said on Laura Ingram's show last night on Fox, Chris Hahn, I was debating him. I'm still trying to work out that interview show, by the way. I got your emails. We'll get it done. It's just some technical stuff. Chris Hahn was defending Biden against, uh, against a lot of the charges we've levied against. He's not ready for the job. He's not, you know, he's, his policies are ridiculous. But ladies and gentlemen, Chris did what every media person, when they're defending Biden, does. Joe, tell me if I'm wrong here. You're, right. a, you're, a, you're a student of this as well. They never, ever actually defend Biden. By the way, Paul, I told you to remind me to say this today. You don't remind <laughs> the lesson because I love this point. Sorry, self-praise things, but I love this point. They never defend Biden. They only tell you what Biden isn't. Did you notice that? Huh. Right? Whenever they, de- they never say how great Biden is. Chris, oh, last right. night, right. in his defense of Biden, Joe, what was the first line out of his mouth? Well, Donald Trump is bad too. In other words, <laughs> Biden's great because he's not Trump. And then, I'm not kidding, <laughs> Laura too? plays a montage <laughs> of people saying, Biden's good because he's not Bernie Sanders. Nobody ever tells you they like Biden because he's Biden. Ever. Ever. I don't remember that with Obama. Folks, I was in the Secret Service when Obama was running. I was on his detail. Oh, my gosh. The, the agents I know that were on his candidate detail when he was still a senator, they were like, people love this guy. They're going crazy. But remember him on the news? Obama, remember Chris Matthews? I get a thrill up my leg. I pee yeah. myself, whatever he said. He was so, people loved Obama. He was like the golden calf. He was the Messiah. And folks, to be fair on our side, go to a Trump rally, ask people about Trump. Oh. Nobody ever says, well, he's not George W. Bush. Nobody. They love him. Trade deals, speaks like us, fighting for the normal guy, tax cuts. Nobody ever says that about Trump. Folks, don't ever forget this point. It is critical. Biden's not showing any evidence he can handle the job, number one. Number two, nobody defends this guy. They simply tell you who he isn't. Well, he's not Trump. He's not Bernie. Why does that matter? Because, ladies and gentlemen, excitement matters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Turnout's going to matter in November. And if you're not excited about that person, it's a rainy election day, can't find a babysitter for the kids, or a country of 330 million people, and a million people don't show up because they're just not that excited about doing it, that matters. Not knocking civil engagement matters. You do your thing. I'm simply suggesting to you the obvious. Excitement matters. When you're excited about a candidate, you're excited about voting for them. When you're not excited about a candidate, you're not excited about voting for them. Should be simple, but that has skipped most of the media analysis. You don't hear anybody mention that. <laughs> Whenever they defend Biden, they only defend him by telling you what he's not, never what he is, because they don't like what he is. All right. Third point, big takeaway. So we have, you know, he's just not ready for the job. Second, we have the fact that nobody defends him. But third, you know, we have a very, we have a big schism in our country. It's more like a cavernous Grand Canyon-like fault line between our two sides, the Democrats and Republicans. I haven't seen anything like it in my lifetime. But there's one thing I think we both agree on. That's rare. Democrats and Republicans these days don't agree on much. But ladies and gentlemen, people, voters, generally speaking, I would say if you took a poll, upwards of 85 to 90% hate one thing more than anything. What is that? They hate influence peddling. They hate it. Mm -hmm. They hate it. Republicans hate it. 
Democrats hate it. Tucker Carlson has made it a, a focus point of his 8 p.m. Fox show every night. Companies, corporate interests, influence peddling and hurting people in the process. Democrats have made a point out of attacking corporations. Republicans and Democrats have made a point about attacking politicians who influence peddle. People hate influence peddling. Why? Well, many of you know I was a graduate student in psychology. I don't talk about my educational background a lot because it, I hate it. People who talk about their education typically are just trying to tell you how smart they are, which is really dumb. But I remember reading a study about even in animals, monkeys, how it's not the food they get sometimes, it's the food they get in relationship to other monkeys that matters. In other words, even animals understand fairness and unfairness. Huh. In other words, you give a monkey two bananas, he's happy. You give him two bananas though, and he's stuffed, and you give the other monkey three bananas, the monkey gets pissed off. Huh. It's, I'm not messing with yeah. you. you can, I, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm dumbing this down okay. significantly for the sake of the show. <laughs> but even animals understand the concept of unfairness and it really drives them crazy. Folks, it drives us crazy too. <laughs> Influence peddling drives people mad and it is personal for us because many of us have experienced it. How many of you listening out there didn't get a job didn't get a promotion one day because, oh, that guy's connected. Folks, I'm sorry, but when I was a cop in New York City, it was one of the worst systems for promotion I have ever seen once the promotions got political, which is basically the captain level above the captain level. There's a term, all you New York City cops, I know you know it. Oh, he's had a hook or she had a hook. What is a hook? It's not a fish hook. It's a hook, a contact who helped you out. You can't get anywhere in the NYPD without a hook or a contact. We've all been victims of it. Now, with that setup, why is this so damaging to Joe Biden? Because ladies and gentlemen, there is no bigger influence peddler in the history of modern politics than the dreadful Joe Biden. You doubt me? Let me play this video last night. This is President Trump on the Sean Hannity show in a phone interview talking about how they're not going to let go this Ukrainian global China influence peddling scandal Joe Biden is at the core of. For one second, even though the Democrats may have given Biden a pass, President Trump isn't. Good for him. Check this out. Well, to show you how crazy it is, uh, it's not a campaign issue for the Democrats. They don't want to bring it up. They were obviously told you can't bring that up. So even people that are against, uh, if you look at uh, Joe, they're against Joe. They don't want to bring that up. That was off bounds. I watch uh, certain reporters say that this is totally unsubstantiated. And we're sorry to even ask you a question. Anderson Cooper, then he asks a question at one of the debates, and it was so mild and a ridiculous answer is given because there is no answer to it. Of course, it's corrupt. And uh, so he gives a really bad answer. And they go into the next question. Nobody says anything. The other, the other people that are running, trying to beat him, don't bring it up. That wouldn't happen with the Republicans, I can tell you. I'm not saying good, bad, or indifferent, but that certainly wouldn't happen with the Republicans. And, uh, you know, it's incredible. That will be a major issue in the campaign. I will bring that up all the time because I don't see any way out. I don't see any way out for, for them. I don't see how they can answer those questions. And maybe they can. I hope they can. I'd actually prefer it that they can, but I don't believe they'll be able to answer those questions. That was purely corrupt. You heard it there. You heard it from uh, 
President DJT's mouth right there. He's not letting this go. All right. Which is odd, ladies and gentlemen, because what has President Trump been accused of by his liberal media hoaxers and Democrat, uh, their Democrat allies? What has he been accused of? Quid pro quos. In other words, something for something. In other words, peddling his presidential influence, influence to get favors. That's not the scandal. That's a hoax. He knows the real hoax is Biden. I'm going to get to the two big things he's talking about, President Trump, with regard to Biden and Ukraine. Two takeaways in a minute. And this falls under subsection three here. Why people hate influence peddling and why Joe Biden's in a lot of trouble. Don't lose the bigger theme here. I just want to quickly get to my last sponsor of the day because they're great and I needed them today. Omax. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not using this product and you're living with pain, I feel for you because it is so good. It's cryo-free CBD. We use it in this house religiously. We can't possibly go through enough of this stuff. We use it every day. Living with chronic pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It affects everything. It's affected my life. You know about my arthritis. Paula's got a bad neck, which drives her crazy. Many of my listeners, but was, was, are you okay with me saying that? I think you just respond. Oh, okay, cool. She's all right. I, I had a reaction out of her. Is her neck, your neck okay today? Yeah, a little, a little creaky. Many of my listeners probably have some type of pain that's prevented you from relaxing, sleeping, or stopped them from living your life and exercising. It's a shame, but you don't have to live that way, ladies and gentlemen. If it's been happening for a few weeks or a few years, you got joint or muscle pain, use this stuff. I love this stuff. It's their natural breakthrough pain relief so uh, solution, excuse me, cryo-free CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. It's a non-prescription, triple action, pain relief roll-on. Look at it. You just roll it on. If you want to watch my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino, the roll on, you roll it right on within, it says within seconds, you will feel this icy cold relief. And what's the best part about it? <clears throat> it's triple action pain relief, specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, improve muscle joint flexibility, but it's a hundred percent natural. Best part. It's CBD powered remedy works. It's magic within 10 minutes of application. For me, it's quicker. It's freezing me up right now. And I love it. It's relief lasts up to eight hours. Paula, this thing for your neck would be lost, right? I'm telling you right now. It's better than over-the-counter products. I love it. It's my personal favorite. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze CBD pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. This stuff really works. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. I'm going to order some more stuff from today. As a matter of fact, just go to omaxhealth.com today, enter promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's omax, O-M-A-X, health.com. Enter code Bongino to get 20% off cryo-freeze site-wide. Pro athletes are using this. Uh, it is really that good. They've got 95% five-star reviews. Anyone from athletes to grandma can benefit from this immediate pain relief. Put it on where it hurts. No messy creams or horrible fragrances. It works within 10 minutes. Again, go to omaxhealth.com, enter promo code Bongino, get 20% off site-wide. You're going to love this stuff. Check it out. It really works. Send me your send me your feedback. That's how much I'm confident in it. You're going to love it. Okay, getting back to that. So again, this segment, Biden is weak. Do not flee. I gave you the three reasons. The third reason is people hate influence peddling. President Trump knows people hate influence peddling. He knows what Biden was up to in Ukraine. What was Biden up to in Ukraine? Let's get to that right now. Let's go to this Washington Examiner piece first, because this is fascinating how Republican Senator Ron Johnson, I addressed this the other day. He's he put out a, uh, a Senate letter requesting information, as we can see in the Examiner piece here. Republican senator seeks subpoena against Hunter Biden's Burisma Associates by Madison Dibble. Republican Senator Ron Johnson wants some records from this company called Blue Star Strategies. Oh, Blue Star Strategies. Mm. Weren't you talking about them the other day? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm talking about them again. But Senator Johnson wants some very specific records from Blue Star Strategies. 
What does Blue Star Strategies have to do with the Biden family and influence peddling, which people always hate? Well, Blue Star Strategies was a sort of lobbying firm that was hired by the company Joe Biden's kid Hunter was working on in Ukraine, Burisma, for a very lucrative deal. Very lucrative deal. What was it, $80,000 a month to sit on a board of a company he had no experience in? That company then hired this firm, Blue Star, who is in documented emails, emailing people in the United States, in the United States government, mentioning Biden's name and others, and apparently trying to get meetings as they lobby them to make the investigation into Hunter Biden's company, he sits on the board of Burisma, disappear. These allegations are very serious. Very serious. But what's interesting about this piece in the Washington Examiner, let's check out this little screen cap from the piece. Ron Johnson, Republican Center, wants some very specific records. Remember the names. Remember the names. Quote, the senator added that Blue Star Strategy supplied some documentation, but key records were not turned over for the firm. Interesting. Key records from an Andre Teleshenko. Oh, oh, oh. Teleshenko notified Johnson that the records requested cannot be supplied voluntarily because of non-disclosure agreements signed while he worked for the firm. Ron Johnson explained the committee would need to subpoena the documents to legally mandate that Blue Star Strategies and Teleshenko complete the full request for documentation. Now, this is fascinating. Let me give you a little background. I mean, really, really, this one... I woke up this morning stoked to talk about this because this story has become a bete noir for the liberal media. The liberal media are terrified of two people right now in the Democrat out. They want to discredit them at every single turn. One of them is Andre Teleshenko, the guy you just read about, that Ron Johnson wants his records while he worked for this company, Blue Star, that was lobbying the U.S. government to allegedly make this investigation into Burisma, Hunter Biden's company, go away. The media hates Teleshenko, the liberal media. They have attacked him at every single turn. As a flunky, a hack for the Trump team, you can't trust anything he says. They hate Teleshenko and they hate John Solomon <laughs> of NowJustTheNews.com. Used to be at the Hill before the Hill shamefully turned on him, their best reporter. They hate these two. Why? Because these two have all the goods on Biden's influence peddling in Ukraine. Teleshenko worked at the company paid to peddle influence. Blue Star that was trying to influence U.S. lawmakers to make the Burisma investigation allegedly go away. Now, showing you how terrified they are of Teleshenko. He worked there. Johnson's like, we need to see those records. Teleshenko has become a target of the liberal media. So I try, I, there were so many articles attacking Teleshenko. Candidly, I didn't know which one to put up. <laughs> but here's an article by Yahoo News attacking Teleshenko, who apparently has all the goods on this influence peddling. He's a Ukrainian. And notice Yahoo News, even in their shameless attack on Teleshenko, never disputes the facts of the case. What are the facts and why is Teleshenko such a threat? You just told us, Dan, it's because he was involved with this influence peddling company on behalf of Hunter Biden and Burisma. It's not just that. Remember, follow the money, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows each other here. Everybody's getting paid and everybody has something to lose. Yahoo News headline. 
Rudy Giuliani's man in Ukraine and the origins of the Biden conspiracy theory. Who are they talking about? Teloshenko. Notice the headline. It's a conspiracy theory already, yeah. although they don't dispute any of the actual facts in the case. There's nothing theoretical about what happened. So they're trying Yahoo because Yahoo's a hack site. It's not a real journalism site. It's fake. It's a fake news site. The equivalent of the Babylon Bee. It's a satire site that masquerading as a journalism site. Why are they attacking Teloshenko Giuliani and the Ukraine conspiracy theory despite not disputing any of the facts? Well, obviously, like I said, Teloshenko was involved with the company using Hunter Biden's name to make an investigation into the company go away. Mm -hmm. But it's not just that. Teloshenko showed up in another anti-Trump scandal as well. Let's go to the Yahoo News piece and see where Teloshenko creeped into the radar screen, too. Remember Alexandra Chalupa, the former DNC operative who left the DNC to go work on the Paul Manafort Ukraine project? Remember her name? Sure. Yeah, key Spygate player, a central figure in both of my books on this, Spygate and Exonerated, if you want to read the details. So quote from Yahoo News, I am working for the DNC, Chalupa purportedly told Teloshenko. No, during a meeting at a cafe in Georgetown. Quote, Chalupa, I have this story I'm working on, Trump and Manafort. I want to look for any information. If you can find any dirt on his campaign office that you can give to me to take off the elections, Chalupa said, according to Teloshenko. Hmm. Wow, that's just insane. Teloshenko's a spygate player too with Chalupa who may have information damaging. It goes on. Chalupa denied this account. Oh, she denied it, Joe, so it should all go away. She said it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Chalupa denied this account, as did two others who spoke on condition of anonymity. Not more anonymous sources because they were not authorized to speak to the media or feared retaliation. Hilarious. Yeah, sure. Quote, here's Chalupa herself who tells Yahoo News, notice she doesn't deny. She doesn't deny meeting him. She says, quote, Teloshenko is someone I've never heard of until he was briefly introduced to me as a point of contact for a Ukrainian-American event I was working on. She doesn't even deny the meeting. And yet Yahoo News says Teloshenko is involved in a conspiracy theory, despite the fact that the Democrat operative Chalupa involved in the takedown of Trump through Paul Manafort and the fake black ledger they got from Ukraine. On the record, none of this is disputed. The genesis of the whole Spygate operation the Ukrainian back channel and Christopher Steele. Those are the two main sources of information. Mm -hmm. Nobody denies anything. And yet Yahoo News has to discredit Teloshenko by calling him Rudy's man. And it's a conspiracy theory, despite the fact, Joe, that they deny none of the facts of the case. So Teloshenko may have information about this lobby firm. Yeah. peddling influence on behalf of Hunter Biden and his dad to make an investigation into their Burisma company go away while dad was the point man in Ukraine where Burisma's located? Ouch. This Teloshenko sounds like he's got some info for us. Of course he has to be discredited mm. by the liberal media then. He's just a conspiracy theorist. He's saying he met with Chalupa. No, Chalupa's saying that. There's the quote in Yahoo News. That's not Teloshenko. Teloshenko's saying it and Chalupa's confirming it. Chalupa, key Spygate figure. Key centerpiece for a massive information laundering operation from Ukraine back into the United States to spy on the Trump team. Folks, if you're not watching this show mm. and reading Solomon's stuff and others, right. you're missing the whole story. The whole story.
You've missed everything. The media will not touch the biggest scandal of our time. And yet the guy who's got information on both Spygate and Blue Star Strategies and influence peddling, nobody wants to talk to him but this Republican center. Media is not even mildly concerned. No, they are concerned. Joe. They're only concerned about discrediting him. Yeah. Not hearing what he has to say. Now, I said to you, the media is going after two people, not just Teloshenko. They're going after John Solomon as well. It's become a daily thing now. It's really disgraceful. But nobody listens to the media anymore, so it doesn't even matter. I read an interesting piece today that newspaper endorsements, I'll, I'll try to cover it on tomorrow's show from the Washington Examiner. Newspaper endorsements mean nothing anymore. It's because nobody trusts the media. Mm-hmm. So the media's done this to themselves, which is good for us because now they trust real news sources like this show and John Solomon. So John Solomon had a piece up in December 2019 talking about the other component, subsection B of this. Section three of the Biden section, why Biden's a weak candidate. People hate influence peddling. Blue Star, Teloshenko, Spygate, but they got a bigger problem, the Bidens. So be in the show notes. It's from December 2019, but it is worth your time. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Oh, December 17th, sorry, 2019. Headline, John Solomon reports, Latvian government says it flags suspicious Hunter Biden's payments in 2016. Okay, so now we know that there's definitely an influence peddling operation going on. This guy, Teloshenko, has information. They're discrediting him. But John Solomon exposed this stuff in December of 2019. All of a sudden, he becomes a big target. What did he expose? Well, let's go to this takeaway from the Johnny Solomon piece because, oh, it's a good one. Apparently, Solomon found a memo from the Latvian government that they gave to him that adds to the mounting evidence there was an investigation going on surrounding Hunter Biden's company, Burisma Holdings, and Hunter Biden's compensation as a board member in the weeks just before Joe Biden, by the way, on video, forced the firing of the prosecutor overseeing the investigation? Gosh, that sounds really bad. The Latvian law enforcement memo identified a series of loan payments totaling about $16.6 million that were routed from companies in Belize and the United Kingdom to Burisma through Ukraine's Privat Bank between 2012 and 2015. You mean the Privat Bank that multiple press reports have have discovered is under investigation for suspicious activity? That bank? Yeah. Gosh, that sounds strange. He goes on. The flagged funds were partially transferred to Hunter Biden a board member at Burisma since May of 2014, and three other officials working for the Ukrainian natural gas company, the Latvian memo said. Folks, why is this important? Can I just dumb this down so everybody gets it in the interest of time? Please do, yes. So John Solomon has an official Latvian government law enforcement memo saying we were investigating potential money laundering and suspicious payments routed through a bank under investigation, Privat Bank, that wound up in the pocket of Hunter Biden. Not all of it, but a lot of it. We were investigating that in February of 2016. Why does that matter? What else happened right after that memo came out? Hey, we're looking into these payments to your son, Hunter Biden. Oh, oh, that's when the Biden, on tape, by the way, that's when he admits to pushing out the prosecutor in that February, March, 2016 timeline. So what you're telling me is Hunter Biden was under investigation by the Latvian government for his alleged role in a potential money laundering scheme through Privat Bank, which was under investigation according to multiple reports themselves. And at the same time, he's under investigation. Biden is on tape admitting that in that timeframe, he demanded that the prosecutor looking into it be fired. 
wait, wait, that can't be, Joe. The media has already told us that Biden demanded the firing of this prosecutor, Shokin, mm -hmm. but there was no active investigation going on into his kid. He only wanted him fired because he was corrupt or whatever story they made up. If there was no investigation going on into his kid, then how did John Solomon get a hold of a Latvian government memo that says not only was there an investigation going on, here's the memo saying it was going on right as you demanded, Joe Biden, that the prosecutor be fired. Where's the media on this? Ladies and gentlemen, nobody disputes the authenticity of the memo. And the media doesn't care because they know the public hates influence peddling. And they know Joe Biden is the monarch of all influence peddlers anywhere in politics. And this story is devastating. There's one more about this, just to show you the timeline marries up from John Solomon's piece. In case you think I'm just pulling this out of my caboose here. So Shokin, who was a prosecutor overseeing a wide-ranging Ukrainian investigation of Burisma, and has said he was making plans to interview Hunter Biden when he was fired by Ukraine's president parliament in March of 2016 under pressure from Joe Biden. Biden and his defenders have said he forced the firing of Shokin because the Ukraine prosecutor was an ineffective corruption fighter. Shokin alleges he was dismissed because he wouldn't end the Burisma probe. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody knows that's the reason. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Everybody. Media hacks, liberal lunatics, they all know the truth. Biden's son was under investigation. It was active. It was ongoing. It was in multiple countries. It's over millions of dollars in suspicious transfers and money. Massive influence peddling. And the media is desperate to make this go away. They're a total joke, ladies and gentlemen, a total joke. That John Solomon report story will be in the show notes today as well. It is definitely worth your time. Another good one, and I'll have to wrap it up on this. The tremendous work of Chuck Ross surfaces again. Daily Caller. Again, one of the few legitimate media outlets out there. Peter Son, another great investigative reporter, and Chuck Ross. Exclusive. Yesterday, again, story will be in the show notes up at BonginoReport.com too. We keep it in one of our top stories. What do people hate, folks? Influence peddling. Look at this one. Peter Son and Chuck Ross. Exclusive. Hunter Biden touted his connections last year while pitching UCLA law on letting him teach a drug policy course. Gosh, that's hilarious what? for a number of odd reasons. Yes. Yeah, okay. Out of respect for friends, I believe it. I just, <laughs> on the influence peddling only. Okay. Hunter Biden is touting his connections to Biden and his dad and his ability to get all these fancy guests in an effort to get a job teaching drug policy? Again, are we talking about criminality here? No, probably not. People do it all the time. They hate it. It's because people influence peddle and people are victims of it all the time that people hate it. But this is more evidence again that Hunter Biden, the Ukraine stuff is real. Is there criminality? We'll see. It's devastating, the information. But again, this story by Hassan and Chuck Ross is just more evidence that Hunter Biden was a completely, totally unqualified for any of these positions he wanted and was simply using his family name to ride that wave. And people hate these stories because they reflect poorly on Joe Biden because people hate influence peddling. All right, folks, I'm sorry I didn't get to everything today, but I'll cover it tomorrow. I've got some stuff on Schumer. And But not just when Schumer had this stupid quote about the Supreme Court, but I got more showing you liberal hypocrisy there. I've got a New York Times story about Carter Page. It's a good one, a real good one. 
And there's been some developments. New York Times desperate to get out ahead of this. And um, an interesting piece by Molly Hemingway, which we'll get to tomorrow. Please don't miss tomorrow's show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're almost at 400,000 subscribers and I really appreciate your support. Uh, sorry about the road show yesterday, but I think you all probably can figure out what's going on. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.